0: Hello and welcome back. I'm Bella. Hola, como esta? Bien, bien. Muy bien. I'm the... And we are Hot Tub Poly Talk, <laughs> And by hot tub, we mean cold tub in the pool for the summer. And currently sucking down a couple milkshakes from, where did we go, Burgerville. Which is a
1: Pacific Northwest thing. If you're listening across the country, like our Tennessee friend, or uh, anywhere else, as an example, I guess.
0: Oh, I know we do have listeners in Australia and South America.
1: Oh, so Pacific Northwest, United States (laughs) of Merca.
0: Merca. Ugh. That's gross. I won't say that. Merca. That's yuckies. Well, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah, so we're hanging out. We're trying to cut down on some of the road noise. So if the audio is a little different this time, we'll we'll take a listen and see what we can do when we edit it. Definitely. But we we decided today to kind of take a break from take a break from social media, step back from our phones. It's a beautiful day up here. It's what, 75, 78? Something. Something like that. What Fahrenheit? It's hot. <laughs> it's nice and warm it's blue sky it's a really beautiful day yeah and uh we decided
1: to take a break from work so naturally we're here podcasting talking with you you. yep because that's not our work (laughs) anyway 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 so one of the things that we did today is after getting our breakfast burrito at our favorite breakfast burrito place so good we won't say it because we're not in doing ads. No,
0: but I get sausage. <laughs> I love my sausage, and I always get extra cheese you on things. You
1: love your sausage.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I get sausage and chorizo, but the chorizo gets a little greasy, and so I didn't want to do that today.
1: Yeah, mine was greasy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway,
1: so uh, I don't know. This It's like a slow start. It's like when the engine's cold in the winter. <laughs> it takes a while to get it up and running.
0: Are you, are you cold like in, that, the, in the no, tub but, today? No,
1: I feel like that's where our episode's at right now. Slow start, trying to build up that energy. I think I can, I think I can. Right. So after we hit our breakfast burritos, we decided to hit the road.
0: On the road again.
1: And as we did that, we decided we were going to go do some geocaching. I know Mm -hmm. that on our Facebook Live, we've talked about geocaching. Yeah. And I don't know that we've really done it here. That's all we're going to do it today. (laughs) Oh, did you turn the vibrate off on your...
0: So, but it's in a towel. Okay. So we'll see how it goes.
1: Every time I edit, I can tell when you got a notification on your phone. Oh no. Yeah, so we need to start working on that. Okay,
0: okay, I'm gonna move it here. Hold on. Where's my volume? Dun, 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 dun. Ringtone. Silent.
1: Do we want to start over or are we good? No, you can okay. edit it out if you want. Alrighty, so we we decided to take our road trip. And it's not a big road trip. This wasn't cross-country and multiple days on the road or anything like that. We just decided to go up north of where we live to some of the county and state parks.
0: Yeah.
1: To do some geocaching. And again, I said we talked about geocaching on a live Facebook, but never here. So geocaching is global uh, GPS, a global positioning system scavenger <laughs> hunt game. Yes where you log to geocaching.com, you set up an account, then you get on your device, and then you go traipse around in the woods or in urban areas or wherever you happen to be and try to find containers that have logbooks you can sign and then log online. Yeah. They're like little treasure hunting. Right, and you get a badge for every state you find one in, and you get badges for all these other things. There's big events you can get, like we were talking about, the Battleground Washington one where last year yeah you could get a coin if you got X amount of, in battleground I think it
0: was 8 geocaches within a 30 day period you got a coin yeah. yeah so I mean
1: it's a fun little game and it gets you out and about and lets you have some fun in nature which is exactly what we did we went up and first hit well we ate our burrito at Louisville County, County park, park which is a great park and we're thinking about going back and maybe having a small event there yeah And then we hit a couple, I I hit a couple pokey stops while we were there. Yeah. And then we drove north to Lucia Falls. Yep. Lucia Falls has, as the name implies, waterfalls.
0: (laughs) Wow.
1: Amazing how that happened.
0: Well, I guess it used to be much more popular, but now they don't let you swim in the water there uh, for, like, fish preservation and stuff like that. Right. So it used to be that people would go jump into the falls and the swimming holes and stuff like that, but now there are signs everywhere to stay out of the water. Well,
1: and it could be because people were dying, maybe. That could be, too. Like, if they're... Irresponsible people. Jumping in certain parts of the falls, and then they crack their cranium, and then they don't come back (laughs) up and what have you.
0: Oh, that silly cranium that gets in the
1: way. It does. It really puts a damper on all the fun. (laughs) You break that thing and you're done.
0: done though.
1: Most times.
0: <laughs>
1: Most times. So we did some geocaching around there, took a couple pictures.
0: Oh, we could post one up.
1: Yeah, I was going to post one with the uh, show notes. Yeah. Or the show. I got to post a little picture for every show. Thumbnail. That. So I was going to post one of those. And then... After hanging out, there's a multi cache there. So, Uh, jail geocache drove me nuts. Normally, you go, you get one container after you find it on your global positioning system thing, and you sign the logbook, you put it back, you're good to go. A multi cache is you can go to the first point, and that first point will lead you to one or more other points before you actually get the container.
0: And, like, it's usually some sort of puzzle, some sort of um, limerick. Or puzzle that you're putting together to try and get the final coordinates to the actual container prize right
1: start here get this information decipher the clues go to the next spot it's a real Sherlock Holmes thing it's fantastic
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's super fun when you're trying to get out and walk some more because like we were talking about earlier I wasn't you know bitching moaning and complaining that my knee hurt or my back hurt Um, because it was fun to be out and about right
1: and you're hitting uneven ground. We were doing a little bit of hiking here and there. Climbing. Climbing. You did fantastic and that's not something that we normally do. Yeah. So we failed that multi-cache sadly.
0: I would say we didn't fail. We...
1: We're postponing it for later. (laughs) We will return. We got stage one done.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We won a battle. We lost a battle. The war is to be determined.
1: Okay, that's fair.
0: <laughs> so
1: then, from there, uh, we did a lot of moving around in that park. Yeah. So we drove up to Molten, Molten Falls, which is east of Lucia Falls, and we were gonna go and actually record our hot tub poly talk in a waterfall. At
0: the falls, it's all along what the Lewis River sure i think so it's the lewis river
1: yeah i don't even know names of roads don't ask me i think it's the same
0: river that we kayak at just we go east fork lewis river to kayak but anyway if you're looking at a map trying to figure out where we were we were on the lewis river
1: right and we were gonna hit uh a waterfall there where we were gonna record this podcast (laughs) but there was a giant wedding reception or something in the area so we're like
0: Like literally we would have had to walk right through these people's reception. <laughs>
1: right. And that's cool and all, but they were having a special moment and we didn't want to interrupt that. Yeah. So we just decided to take a drive instead. Yep. Adventures. So this has turned into a road diary, strangely enough. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting to where we're going with polyamory on this. Hold with us. Okay, because so this is also fun.
0: if people listen, did we talk about it on, on Talk Your Poly Off? Where the one of the aspects about you that I love is your spontaneity. Oh,
1: well, maybe. And how it
0: balances out my need to plan everything out so much. I think it
1: was the last Talk Your Poly off. Yeah. When so, we were cooking.
0: Yeah, when the, when the power went out. Right. Um, so if you haven't listened to it, head over to Talk Your Poly off and listen to our last episode. Um, I'm a hyper planner, and so we planned for the day to go up to Lucia and to Molten Falls. That was the plan. We were going to geocache. Done. And so that's like the balance with dating him is that on our way back, it was like, oh, let's just take this random, spontaneous little side trip. And I'm like, all for it. Let's do it. So that's like a good relationship balance example there.
1: Yeah, that's a really good relationship balance example. Also, it's good to bring that up because there's also communication things that go along with that. Because you're a big time planner and you like to know in advance. When we were starting the geocaching in Lucia Falls, what's going on? Oh, nothing. Just waving at the neighbor. Oh. Hi, neighbor. (laughs) Look at these boobies. (laughs) So when we were at Lucia Falls, and we were going to do some geocaching, my style of geocaching is get close to ground zero, where the container is at, put the phone away, and just start rooting around. Oh, it drives me nuts. And you had to stop (laughs) and read every single thing...
0: I need to read the full description. I want to read the hint. I want to read some people in the log book. like, I want to know all the details about where this thing is. And then I hold the phone there for the GPS compass to point me to ground zero. I want to stand on the spot. And you're like, oh, I'm 10 feet, 20 feet away. It's cool. I'm just going to start looking around digging.
1: Right. And because I, I've done this for years and I know that, compass isn't always reliable so you just get close and you just go for it
0: especially under tree coverage or cloud coverage where the satellite doesn't work so right well. and
1: in that area you don't get a lot of internet anyway
0: yeah
1: so <laughs> Did you saved my life i just saved your oh, life Oh no. so this was actually a geocache that i've got a couple of years ago with my wife and you have not gotten this one
0: this is the one at molten falls that we haven't gotten
1: no this is the one at lucia And you had to stop and you had to read everything. And it's like, I already know basically where it's at.
0: The one that was north of the trail? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I was like, come on already.
0: (laughs) And on my side, I was like, ah, if you go up there, don't find it. Like, give me a minute. Right. (laughs) So we were both frustrated for our own OCD reasons.
1: (laughs) And that's a great time to recognize that and learn how to be able to discuss that. And share your side of it without trying to force someone to change yeah i think is a good way of putting it and in that way you're offering perspective or insight without the expectation that this person's going to start doing things my way
0: well and i think we also found again another balance or compromise on it where we both understood <laughs> each other a little better where i okay so i struggle with my knee and my back injuries right right So if it's off in the terrain, off the trail a little bit more, Uh I'm happy to let you, you know, I would like you to go out there and explore. And then if you can tell me, hey, it's in this general vicinity, cool. Then I'll put the effort into going into that vicinity. Um, So I think we found a good balance where I was like, okay, I want you to give me that hint. Because if I don't, if I'm looking around for 15, 20 minutes, I'll get frustrated and give up. I'm the kind of person that's pretty used to picking things up really fast. And for lack of a better term, I win. I like to win at things. I think it's that competitive sports upbringing. Right. And if I don't, it's frustrating. And then I want to quit and give up. I won't. I'll keep doing it. But it it frustrates me. So we found a good compromise where you can help me get to that point.
1: Well, it's interesting because I had another partner. Do you want to sit
0: here? No, this is fine. You're
1: fine. I had another partner where if I did provide that little bit of hint, then that partner would be like, look, I want to try to find it on my own. I don't need you to lead me to it. So me trying to figure out how to operate with this partner's, this partner is different than how I operate with that partner, is it takes a little bit of advanced communication skills or mid-level communication skills at the very least and it's a good way to learn how to broaden your capabilities and your understandings of others. And then one further step I would go with this, since how we did already just bring Polly right into it, (laughs) is one of the things through geocaching that I feel like I've kind of come to learn, and you can absolutely correct me if I'm wrong, is that if they're moderately easy, Like, they don't take a ton of work. You're all about it. Mm -hmm. But this stuff where you got to go hiking or climbing around, you're not so keen on those.
0: Well, especially when it's in the, like, bramble bushes and they're all spiky-pokey. It's it's not that important. Let's go find another one.
1: Right, and those are the ones I really like getting. Right. Like, I like digging around. I want to be, like... I, I was going to use a reference, but the first thing that came to my head was one of the characters from G.I. Joe when I was a kid. <laughs> His name is Recondo, mm-hmm. and he, he, is was, he was a jungle guy.
0: Yeah.
1: And he'd use a machete and get through the jungle and stuff. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff I want to do. Like. <laughs> so where it would benefit having multiple partners is, say... Four of us go out. Mm-hmm. You know, say you have another partner with you, I have another partner with me, oh. and we're out and about. And I really want to get that hard one that's like a 3.5 or 4 on the terrain Difficulty, scale. Yeah. And you're like, no, no, not gonna do it. There's <laughs> there's no way. I want to be able to get it, and I want to be able to share that with somebody.
0: Lucky. Come here, buddy. It's
1: fine. So if I had another partner who in that moment was like, hey, I'll go out there and get it with you. Yeah. Then I can share that experience with another partner. And it's not even a competition. Like, see, I go get the hard ones with him while you don't. It's, hey, he he and I had a great time doing our thing. And then maybe even later down the road, if my other partner doesn't want to do one of the easier ones, that would be something that you and I would share. Right. So, again...
0: Well, it's another a group memory too, right? You
1: know. Oh, remember that time we all went down and we we went geocaching in this area? Yeah, yeah, totally good stuff. And that's where having multiple partners is a great benefit, is because of the fact that sometimes one partner doesn't want to do certain things that you want to do, but another partner would be way more than happy to do it.
0: Yeah. Oh, remember that one that I was really excited to find on the bearded tree? Yes. Those are the kinds I like, where it's in plain sight. It's right there. The kind of hidden, yeah. I like those.
1: You like the easy ones.
0: Yeah. Well, that one wasn't easy. <laughs> I knew it was the bearded tree because it was fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it.
1: And you did good.
0: I found it. You
1: did. So then, back to our drive. Yep. Because Moulton was busy with the reception. Yep. And we just, I. You know, once in a while, you just got to drive. Pick a direction and go and see what happens.
0: And it was like, I've I've turned right down this road, but I've never turned left down this road. Let's go see what's that way. And
1: that's almost exactly what happened. Right. So we turned left and we (laughs) went driving. (laughs) And we're out and about and just kind of enjoying the countryside. And Mount Rainier is in the background and beautiful view. Like, it's all blue skies and sunshine. And the other
0: direction's like Mount St. Helens.
1: Oh, wait, it was Mount St. Helens that was in the background. We
0: didn't see Rainier today?
1: No, that's that's in a different direction.
0: Different points in the Pacific Northwest. You can stand in one spot and see Rainier, St. Helens, and Mount Hood all at the same time.
1: Yep. And then also, if you're coming over from Tri-Cities to the West Coast, yeah. Tri-Cities is more in central Washington, Pasco, Kennewick, and Richland. If you're driving from there to the West Coast and you take, I think, Highway 405... There's a point where you can see two of the mountains, like, on opposite sides of the highway. Mm-hmm. And there's even a point where you can see four of the mountains that bring up the Ring of Fire. It's so cool. Amazing view. We're going to take that road someday. Okay. So anyway, we're driving around. We're doing nothing. And while we're out and about, we realized that there was a place that, or a, an idea that we had that we wanted a place to throw... A big, like, weekend event for polyamorous people.
0: We're thinking like a convention type thing. You right.
1: Know? Or like uh Like, what do you call those pirate things? A festival. A festival. Poly yeah. festival. So, we... Like kind Burning
0: of, Man or... Um,
1: Tortuga. Tortuga, A lot of sea locals dogs, Tortuga. Of yeah. I've got dogs barking over there. I hope they don't affect the quality too much. So... We did a lot of driving We actually found a place We might actually like And we stopped And we talked to some folks That, that work there And so we're going to see If we can't set up A polyamory festival
0: It was such a cool place It well, I'm was
1: I'm I'm hopeful that we can Make it happen And of course If we make it happen We'll announce it here And anyone that wants to go Of course you want to get a hold of us Podcast at Ilovepoly.org
0: single podcast right p-o-d-c-a-s-t
1: podcast at org. you want to email for more information when we get it we will
0: make sure that you get it and honestly we will probably set up a discount for tickets for those podcast listeners we'll give you a code or something so right. we'll get there
1: so anyway we did that and then we found a place and we talked to the people and then we drove some more and little miss bellow really wanted ice cream
0: I did. Oh, we passed that place. And I was like, oh, ice cream and hot pizza. Well, hot pizza is better than cold pizza. And then I was like, oh, I want ice cream. Right.
1: So and we already drove past it. we were down the road. So then we had to decide where to go
0: for ice cream. Well, in my usual go to place, um, I don't even know if it's just a West Coast thing. I don't know, but it's a place that you go and you watch and It's kind of like a subway for ice cream. I don't want to name it because again, we're not getting ads.
1: Oh, you can't. Yeah. Don't
0: want. Okay. My favorite place is Cold Stone, um, and you literally you can order off one of their like pre-made things, like oh, I'm gonna get Rocky Road, or you go down to the ice cream flavors and you're like, hmm, I'm gonna get lemon ice cream, and then you go to their toppings and you're like, I'm gonna get white chocolate, chocolate chips, and gummy bears. No, with lemon. Yeah. No. White chocolate, chocolate chips, and what else would go? Maybe like some crushed vanilla uh, wafers. Gummy bears. Or crushed vanilla wafers. And they'll mix it all together right there and they make your own flavor for you.
1: Oh, and you can get like chocolate and get gummy worms? Yeah. And maybe some Oreo pieces and make like a mud pie. A mud kind pie of. ice cream. That would be fun.
0: I had, um, I think, an ant. Somebody like, who used to do that when we were kids. They'd bring like, it had like fudge in the middle and then Oreo crumbs, and it had the worms in it. And as kids, we'd like, ew, and pull the worm out. <laughs> it was pretty good. But yeah, so that's usually my favorite place, but it's a little more expensive, and it was further away, and we were pretty tired from walking and hiking all day. So then we had this conversation we don't do ice cream, if we're just going to do something like a milkshake, do you like a, a Wendy's Frosty or have you I tried do. Burgerville or what about a McDonald's, like a McFlurry or a Dairy like Queen? Flurries. What's Dairy Queen's? Lizards. Lizards. So we had that whole conversation and today we decided to try Burgerville because neither of us had ever gone there for their shakes before.
1: They're a local fast food chain, meaning they stay in Washington and Oregon, I think.
0: Maybe. I don't know. I never heard of them when I was living in California.
1: And all of their ingredients come from local farmers and stuff. Farmers and... and fresh,
0: local, sustainable. Yeah. Not an ad.
1: Right. It's it's pretty cool. So, I mean, they're good.
0: I had the chocolate milkshake.
1: Which I think was fantastic because mm-hmm. I may have had about four drinks of it when <laughs> I was bringing it out. And I had the fresh strawberries, which is in season. And you could tell that they were absolutely fresh strawberries. And it was pretty awesome. Oh, no.
0: Hope you don't have anything down there. I don't think I do. <laughs>
1: Nothing's getting wet.
0: No? Nothing?
1: Not out there. <laughs> so then, I mean, you had something. You were going to talk about ice cream and polish. Oh, I
0: just would I just wonder what everyone's favorite places are.
1: Oh, what, what places do you enjoy?
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe tell us what ice cream flavors you enjoy.
0: Yeah.
1: That would be a good time. Also, you know what I thought would be really cool? I just thought of this. Uh-huh. How about an ice cream social? Like a poly ice cream social? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that would be a lot of fun to host. And it would be... A, and in that way, if we get enough feedback, we could figure out where everyone likes and maybe set something up. And have a little poly ice cream social.
0: Like we get big bins of each flavor and different toppings and they can make their own.
1: Or just go to somewhere like your Goldstone so that we're not doing all the work.
0: That too. And
1: just gather in this place, (laughs) and hang out and eat ice cream together.
0: Okay.
1: I mean, that's what (laughs) I was thinking. Because I don't want to go buy all those ingredients.
0: Yeah, true, true. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway.
1: So what else you got?
0: Oh, I'm looking at our cherry tree right now. Okay. Does anybody else have fruit trees? (laughs) So we have cherries. We have a cherry tree, an apple tree, a pear tree.
1: And a plum tree.
0: And a partridge and a pear tree. (laughs) And a plum tree. We
1: don't have a partridge.
0: No partridges here. And I love cherries. Cherries are one of my absolute favorite fruits And there was a pretty good amount of them over there. And then we got this crazy thunderstorm for a couple days. Thunder and lightning and the power went out. And I think it kind of destroyed our cherries.
1: Well, and I do know that we have a couple of crows that hang out and some other birds.
0: Yeah. And they like cherries. They
1: love cherries just
0: as much as you do. And I'm pretty sure that they took a a decent amount of them. So I I watched a YouTube video, because that's how we all learn to do things, on how to, like, harvest your own cherries. These were at the house before we bought it. So... We didn't plant them and watch them grow and all that stuff. Right. So I think we're gonna try, you have to just like snip each individual cherry off. It looked like a whole lot of work. Oh my God, the pool noodle just touched me in the back. It scared the bejesus out of me. We're
1: not having another spider episode. Whew,
0: scared me. All right. So yeah, you gotta like cut every single cherry off the tree. So I think next year we really want to trim the tree down so it's much, it's much smaller. And easier to harvest. Hmm.
1: And when you say we, I have a
0: feeling (laughs) that you're saying I will do it. I'll hire someone.
1: No. (laughs) I'll do it.
0: I mean, I feel like there are people, arborists, who know how to trim it. Look at you
1: using fancy words. I
0: know. And it looked like our apple tree was like fused together because it does two different kinds of apples. It's pretty cool. So since
1: how you're talking about our fruit trees, yeah. And we've been talking about road trips, there's another thing in the Oregon area called the Fruit Loop.
0: Drive. Yeah, the Fruit Loop out in the the Dalles, out in the gorge.
1: Wait, it's all the way out by the Dalles? Yeah. Oh geez, that's a It's long like drive. the
0: backside of Mount Hood coming up through yeah, through the Dalles.
1: Okay. And that's something that you want to do.
0: Yeah. All summer, different months have different things in season. So like berries and cherries are at their peak mid-May through mid-June. So you'd go drive this fruit loop drive and go, there's one place I want to say it's called the white house out there. That's like a pick your own cherries and you can get flowers and a whole bunch of stuff. And, um, yeah, you do this whole pretty drive and see all the cherry blossoms and all the pretty fruit trees. And stop for different jams and jellies and all kinds of stuff
1: i like peaches
0: i like peaches too <laughs> i think peaches are later though
1: i could eat a peach for I, hours
0: <laughs> <laughs> i looked at a chart and i think peaches are later yeah yeah and then we could come up the back side of mount hood and i could take you off to that hot spring
1: i mean we could do a podcast in the hot springs yeah
0: except it's like a party hot spring so i don't know how quiet it will be.
1: We'll have a lot of guests.
0: <laughs> Mrs. Joe, who we just met. Are you Polly? <laughs> <laughs> Can
1: you imagine? I don't even know.
0: <laughs> that's
1: a level of chaos I don't think I'd want to be involved in. We're we'll just start interviewing random people. <laughs> Let me ask you some questions about relationships.
0: Well, I mean, we did see those three people walking down the street and wonder, huh, I wonder if they're a triad.
1: Oh, that's a good question. So... <laughs> Do you, our lovely audience, ever f- see people in public and think, wow, I wonder if they're a quad, or I wonder if they're a triad, and then try to figure out how to start conversation with these people <laughs> to see...
0: Without offending them.
1: Right. To see... This is my brother
0: and my sister.
1: <laughs> oh, that'd be weird. <laughs> I think that's why I don't bother people in general. <laughs> but it is interesting. If nothing else, it's cute to watch because... As we were getting out in Moulton, before we realized that there was a whole reception, there was uh, three people that were getting out of a vehicle. They had an animal with them. They all looked about the same age-ish. So it wasn't, I don't know, it it seemed like, and they could have all just been friends. Or a brother and sisters or whatever. But it did seem almost like there was a little triad action going on. And it was... Kinda cool to watch them just hanging out and doing their thing yeah. as they're going by and we're getting ready to leave.
0: And I want to walk up and be like, can we be friends? <laughs> uh, Hi, I'm Bella. I'm your new best friend. So yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. And then the people, we stopped at that place for the events that we were thinking about. Oh yeah. And they're like, well, what's your group? What are you, what are you all about? <laughs> Hi, we're polyamorous. And the guy kind of nodded along like he understood.
1: Or he didn't understand, but he didn't want to look like he didn't understand. Maybe,
0: but I think we scared the girl more than the guy. Right. (laughs) We had to be like, we're not going to run around naked. It's just, (laughs) I mean, that could happen (laughs) if it was allowed.
1: definitely could happen, especially (laughs) if we run a large event. I'm guaranteeing, especially with a couple of people that I can think of off the top of my head that would probably be there. That there would be some nudity. And, uh, so...
0: Questions for the manager.
1: Definitely questions (laughs) for the manager. I think that kind of information is important. So that we don't have to deal with it in the moment. With police officers. Yeah. (laughs) It's
0: a good time. All right. I feel like we need to spray for wasps.
1: I feel like... If we've got nothing else, we could be done. Yeah. What do you feel?
0: That's all I had. All right. I'm just enjoying the sunshine, enjoying the water that needs more chlorine.
1: So another thing that I guess I would like to address to, again, our lovely listeners is we do these podcasts. uh, The Talk Your poly Off is typically discussion group stuff, relationship stuff, kind of... Not an instruction manual, but an instruction manual.
0: It's kind of our experiences and our knowledge with our combined history for what tips and tricks we would give you.
1: And what we've learned from others and what others... Oh, Oh no. Here comes that wind.
0: Don't fly away, umbrella.
1: What others have dealt with or others have imparted knowledge for. This one is... More just us hanging out in the hot tub and.
0: Or pool. Or pool.
1: (laughs) Or hot springs. Or. In the water. Wherever we decide to get water. Polly in the water. Polly in the water. We could call our episode
0: Pew. Pew! (laughs) (laughs) Wait, no, because the. Polly in the water. Don't worry about
1: the one. Pew! Polly in water. (laughs) Polly in water. Too late, though. We've already branded this episode, so we're (laughs) we're good. At any rate. What I would like to, and I almost got us totally sidetracked and forgot what I was going to say. What I do want to say, though, is for all of our listeners out there, if you're listening and you're hoping for information and we're not covering it, and you want to know some things or you want some advice or some direction or even just a different point of view that you can think about, you know, if you want to tell us about that or maybe give us some insight Shoot us an email, podcast at ilovepoly.org, and open a conversation with us. We'll see if we can get some of your questions answered on our podcast, or even if you want to share some fun Polly stories, yeah. I would love to read your Polly stories on air.
0: We were just talking about this, about possibly adding a segment to the show where we share everyone's happy Polly moments. You know, a lot of people, we hear all the struggles, and um, I'm in a rough spot with my meta, or how do you handle jealousy, or we can't find that perfect third partner kind of a thing.
1: Or fourth or Or, fifth. Yeah, whatever
0: it is. Um, But we often hear about all of that. We want to know all your happy poly stories. Tell us what's worked for you. Or did you just have a really great barbecue afternoon with your partners? Or did you get your entire polycule or polypod over? Tell us about it.
1: Yeah. And in that way, we can share it on air because there's plenty of people practicing ethical non-monogamy, consensual consensual non-monogamy all over the planet. And if we want some normalization for this... We got to come together. We got to share stories. We got to create a community or a a culture of awareness of normalizing love, right? And and you may enjoy your polycule in whatever configuration it is, and you may feel like, geez, there's no one else really out there like me. We're happy to help find that. Right? Share your stories. Share your great poly memory or what have you and we'd be happy to share it on air ask us questions and we'll do our best to answer them and you know even even if you have a terrible poly memory and you'd like to know some feelings about it throw those out too it's
0: we've got some things lined up we've got some guest speakers in the future you know and if we don't have an answer to your um, particular predicament we'll reach out to other community leaders that we know of and see what kind of answers we can get you.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. We've got a okay. great network of people and we can we can have these discussions. We can put together all these shows all day long however we want them but really these shows are for you and they're, they're in theory they're about you and I'd like to make that theory a reality. Yep. And I think we should kick that off. Sounds good. Right now. Done. I'm going to put you in the spot. Okay. And I want you to tell me one of your wonderful Polly memories.
0: Um, One of the wonderful Polly memories that comes right to mind uh, would probably be, which birthday was that? A few birthdays ago?
1: Which birthday? The water park?
0: Oh, that was another good one. I was just thinking the barbecue at the house. Oh, that was... With cupcakes.
1: Two birthdays? No, that was a birthday. No, that was two birthdays ago. Two
0: birthdays ago. um, I was living with my girlfriend and her husband. And I had just started dating Monsuda. What, six months prior? About there. And our polycule with everybody's connections and spouses and whatnot was 15 adults. That doesn't even talk about all the kids that were involved between people. So it was a 15 person polycule. And we had, I had friends come, I had one friend make um, homemade cupcakes, these gourmet cupcakes for everybody. Um, it was so much fun. So the only reason it stands out to me is because at that moment in time, like if I could freeze frame that moment, 15 adults, kitchen table poly, difficult. That's a lot of personalities to get along. Not everybody likes everybody. It was tricky. But for that moment, that summer, I felt like I just had a, a lot of good memories from sticking our feet in the little kiddie pool. And um, yeah. just a good time, yeah. lots of barbecues.
1: That- there was that one specific barbecue that summer where there was like all 15 of us mm-hmm. there and everyone had their kids there or whatever. And it didn't matter who got along with who and who didn't. Everyone was having a great time. And even the people that didn't quite get along so well were doing well together. Yeah. And there was no tension and, and everyone was having a good time. Yeah. That, that was a
0: good It memory. sticks out for me. And I think mostly because it was so many adults getting along, even when there were a few that weren't the biggest fans of each other, but they could still be civil, and not even civil in a tense, weird way, but civil in a, like, we're all here to just have a good time.
1: Yeah. They, everyone treated each other well. Yeah. Everyone had a good time. That you could was, feel
0: the love, just in general. It was, it was yeah. a lot of laughter, a lot of fun.
1: And I think there are even times in that barbecue that afternoon and that evening where Couple people who did have problems with each other actually went off to the side and worked out some of their problems and communicated right. and make things
0: even better after that. Right. Which was super cool. So, what's one of your favorite poly memories? Oh, that splashing! <laughs> Mine actually,
1: let's see. I have one that I really enjoyed that is a lot smaller and more intimate. Yeah. I'm a big fan of horror stuff, dark arts, uh, you know, things like that, creepier stuff. And up between here and Seattle, I think it was Federal Way, they have Crypticon, Mm -hmm. which is a horror convention. And I like to cosplay, and I have this great Leatherface cosplay. (laughs) And so you and my wife and I, we all went up there, and we spent the weekend. Doing the convention, and I was my first two short stories were getting published in a Blister Press compilation book. Yep. So I was there to be a part of that, and it was it was just fantastic. We we all got one room. We all had a good time. We went to panels together. We
0: we just walked the vendor fair.
1: Yeah, it was just the three of us Mm -hmm. just doing stuff.
0: Well, isn't that, didn't she buy me the purple hair clip? I looked at it and it was too expensive. I didn't want to spend the money on it. And it was a super pretty hair clip flower with like this, um, it was the, oh, the real heart was in that, the real heart was in the orange one.
1: Yeah, this one was like a skull. Yeah. Yeah, and, and everyone was, everyone was having a good time and, I was I was in like paradise for me having both you there and getting to cosplay getting to see people acknowledge my short stories being published in the Blister Press book I I think that was one of my highlights uh one of my poly highlights.
0: That was a good time.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed that weekend. So Now you've seen kind of what we're talking about. We just shared a story from each of us. And we would love to hear your stories
0: as well. Yep, and we want to share your stories. So hit us up at podcast at ilovepoly.org.
1: And please, when you do send that, just give us express consent to share. If you don't want your name mentioned, we don't have to mention names or your location. You know, give us a nickname if you'd prefer. If you want to stay anonymous, you might not be open to everybody. You might not be out and we don't want to out you. So if you want to share and want to stay moderately anonymous, give us a nickname or tell us what information we can say, like your location or, you know, your city or your state or. Yeah, I think that covers it. Just give us express permission to share it if you want it shared and uh, we'll go from there. I really look forward to hearing about your stories. I really look forward to having you share with us and us sharing for you with the rest of the world.
0: Sounds good. So until next time.
1: Until next time. (laughs) Am fam.
0: Get your get your hot tub on. <laughs>
1: get your hot tub on. Get
0: your get your tub in. Get your water. On. I would say water play, but mm, water sports is a whole the thing.
1: That just took the episode into a whole different direction.
0: And we'll catch you next time.
1: <laughs> you want to be able to contact us? You can find all that in the show notes. So look down there, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.